was playing my Sim City. My cities are so pretty. Oh, Mr. Wilson from Home Improvement! Oh my god, I get a culture reference! Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels Podcast. This is our episode for City Skylines versus SimCity. I am your host, Nate Stevens. With me today is... Kelton Hungate. Uh, this is Craig Schumann. Esteban Santana. Derek Hendrick. And gaming's very own Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. Will Atkinson. Our question for today is, what is the most interesting city you've ever been to design-wise? We could start with Will. So I kind of have a half an answer. I really enjoyed Tokyo and that it was the big city and doing a lot of interesting things. But I actually think the more interesting answer was when I was in Bogota. The interesting thing about the architecture there is that because it's basically every single day is between 90 and 100 degrees every day all year round, all of the architecture is built to support that. And so there are a lot of open rooms and like people's main living rooms are just screened in rooms and it's there are big open plazas and things it's a really beautiful way to utilize the the heat that they have typically so. cool what about you craig so i think probably the most interesting actually came last year when me and you nate were in quebec city and I didn't expect much going into that city, but it was actually the first night we were there and we ended up wandering around the old town, just seeing kind of the old European style architecture with uh, this cobblestone street. It was just a fascinating place to be and it wasn't anything like I had visited within the US where I've spent most of my life traveling. I also thought that was awesome. Kelton, what about you? I have to say I'm going to sort of piggyback upon that answer. I, when I went to London, the square mile is quite an interesting piece of uh, design because it was designed a long time ago to deal with just people and then they had to upgrade it to dealing with horses and then they had to upgrade it to dealing with carts and carriages and then up to motorized vehicles and so all those different ones you can see interplaying across the streets as you walk down the streets because they've been just expanded out and some of them they've knocked out the base floors but they've left the higher floors just so you can get the cars to go along underneath, which is very, very interesting. It was all replanned after the Great Fire, wasn't it? They tried to, but they didn't succeed because a lot of the base work was already there, that and they just sense. built right on top of it. Third from last is Esteban. So I've got to go with the the answer of New York City. I've been there a lot, and just the, the layout of the city is, is very regular and very pre-planned and I, I really enjoy that. I also enjoy the some of the sections like uh, Wall Street have very specific architecture that is really interesting. Most of all I like the, the regular layout and the, the ease of walking there and just getting to wherever you need to go really quickly. How about our guest tonight, Derek? Alright, well I'm kind of an uncultured swine and I haven't actually been to many places so I'm gonna piggyback off of Esteban's answer and tell you about when I went there in Spider-Man 2. It was interesting seeing it because the buildings would pop in and out as you're speeding through the sky on the web slings. Very nice. You had no idea what building you were coming upon, especially when playing on the GameCube, which is, well, the only one I've really played on. You could like just tell that the city was built for the Spider-Man. I feel like Judge Miles Mess. I'll allow it. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fantastic. I, I can't even really compete with that. Mine is pretty much a tie between Boston and Seattle. 
as unoriginal as that is i love how chaotic the boston streets are and how driving there was like they didn't even bother striping the lanes sometimes and it's not like yep. it would have mattered because the drivers don't signal or anything anyway the, yeah the drivers are horrible it's fine it's just madness it's fantastic can we get your best boston accent no you cannot <laughs> it might come out later in the episode though <laughs> all right can't wait for that keep in mind as you listen to this podcast that we will be spoiling various parts of city skylines people die if you don't know people die there are not zombie plagues and if you don't know how to take care of a fire you don't know what utility to build can, you might accidentally find out during this recording so just beware actually spoil this game at all yeah you really can't no i was just joking it's good <laughs> it's worth having in there spoiler alert you could place the wrong type of road I think to begin this episode off, I'm interested in kind of doing a side-by-side comparison with 2013's SimCity relaunch, uh, which I think most people know was considered kind of a failure, uh, largely due to Maxis's and EA's online-only DRM and save games that largely didn't work at launch and lost me my region a couple times. And more important, Cheetah Mode. Yeah, that also was disabled in their attempts to... slowly for several months. Yeah, while they tried to fix their own shit. So, did any of us here present play that giant, lovely glass box product? So, the, the last time I played was actually a couple months ago, uh, before I tried Cities, so I guess yes. And it has improved a lot. The agent system is much improved, their cheetah mode is back, uh, you can do local saves, it's, you know, kind of a... The game that we should have gotten at launch is, is they did, what it is now. They did pathing improvements, too? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I played it a couple of months around launch. Yeah. They never made any changes to the size of the city, so did they? No, no they did not. No, okay. they did not, because that's... Or they said that that was one of the core limitations of the agent system that they created, is that they it could not handle cities larger than what they had, because it, the agent system broke down. Well, we'll come back to that in a second when we compare with guidelines. I know Kelton and I played SimCity quite extensively, him a lot more than I, together. We had our own region going for a while, didn't we? And we... Well, I know I pre-ordered it. And so I was trying to play during launch time. Yep. And it was frustrating at certain points when you'd go along. And sometimes you'd go along in the city and think it was doing fine. And then you'd find out, oh, nope, everything is gone. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely silent. At least I got my free copy of Dead Space 3, so. (sighs) Yes, at least there's that. So there's definitely some parallels between Cities Skylines and SimCity. And as far as I've read, the developers at Paradox were actually making this game, City of Skylines, back around the time, I think it was in 2012 when SimCity was first announced, and they let the project go. They were like, oh, we're not going to compete with that. Uh, so they actually scrapped the project completely, and when SimCity launched in 2013, in the months that followed, it was such a fiasco that they kind of were like, I think there was a little gleam in their eyes as they were like, maybe there's an opportunity here. Maybe we can actually make this work. Maxis is a huge company backed by an even bigger company in EA, but they screwed up royally so we can squeeze this in. It's fine. Exactly. And so from there, Cities Skylines was born. So it released on March 10th of this year, 2015. So when it came out this year... I don't think they were expecting right? very much. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to a game within three months of launch? This doesn't sound right. There's a first for everything. <laughs> it really doesn't. I think it was really interesting to follow along with Paradox and watch them be completely shocked by how successful this game was as more and more people got word of basically, I think, how different it was from SimCity. I was going to say, we should mention that Colossal Order is actually the oh, developer right. of City Skylines and Paradox, Paradox is the, the publisher. publisher. 
as the weeks went on after launch, they kept announcing how well the game was doing and how surprised they were. And they bought like a chocolate fountain for the office. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that. It was pretty funny. I think that the most visual difference between this game and SimCity is the city size. You start out this game with a relatively comparable city plot size to what you ended up with in 2013 SimCity. Yes. And four, then, square mi- four square kilometers. Yes. Yes. Is that exactly the same as SimCity's was? I think it was I don't like know. I, I want to say it's comparable, but I don't, I don't want to go out on a limb and say that it was exact. And as you progress through various objectives in Cities Skylines, you unlock tiles around that you could buy and you could just keep buying outwards i think up to five so what 20 by 20 square kilometers yeah which so is five, across, five by yeah. five yeah city tiles only and 10 would, by 10 square kilometers i would yes because five by five times two is 10 oh i thought so i thought you said it was four square it's four oh, squared four square two by two got it and then Sorry. five by five of those we can totally do math of course um I'm sure. Do you, is there mods that expand that? Did anyone look at this? You can get a mod that'll allow you to get all five at once, or all, or all twenty-five at yeah. once. I should say math. And yeah, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> but of course, the reason they limited it was because of computer limitations, and most people probably wouldn't be able to handle it. I personally downloaded the mod simply because I wanted to try to make to remake the town that I'm from, but. I never actually got around to finishing that. Well, this raises an important question. Is there actually a terrain import feature in Cities? There is. You can actually go to a website which will let you look at the entire world and place the 5 by 5 squares wherever you want. You could even size it to, you know, catch half the state if you want to or shrink it down so that one little city block suddenly becomes your entire city, which I don't know why you'd do that, but you can. I mean, of course, it's not perfect, though. It's a little bit pixelated, but it's a very, very good base if you intend on trying to recreate a real city. Is there any terrain editing directly in the game other than map import? There is. You have a full set of tool editors. You can create plateaus. You can select the exact height that you want this paint tool to be at, and then it'll paint accordingly. You know, it acts like your basic photoshop wannabe thing is so that an option from the start menu that i just yeah it's in, the, it's in the tools options aha so there's like a create map mode so i think it's worth pointing out right off the go that that is different than SimCity. SimCity didn't have any map creation option in the game did it yeah as far as i know i never i never unlocked or found that feature when i was playing the game all i found was you could just play along with the terrain they gave you that was it seemed like that was kind of the whole message of that game was you can play along with the toys we give you they they want to put you down in a landscape and say okay you can build your cities from here just like a real developer would whereas in the old games you could become god you could create your terrain you could create your mecha landscape whatever you want to create in this game however they want to limit you it seemed like there's a lot of limits put on because they thought that would create the best game experience through those limits yeah, they, they were they were going for a a type of mechanic where the terrain itself was one of the things that you had to overcome, meaning that some of the cities had a really large body of water in the center, and you only had two relatively small 
land masses at, at either side of this. And that was part of the challenge of that specific map. And another one was you had this ginormous mountain. And on top of the mountain were a lot of resources. But below the mountain is where you started. And you had to somehow climb up the mountain with your roads, which was really, really hard. So it, the terrain was part of the challenge. But I think it fell flat in the sense that People were used to the SimCity 4 kind of god mode, raise and lower terrain for millions and millions of simoleons so that you can build exactly what you wanted. I think that this is a brief tangent. I think one of the things that I've, one of the little minute details that I've appreciated most about cities' skylines is when you import a map and you start a city, if you, let's say you build some weird ramp that goes somewhere out into the river and the game jets you out like a peninsula of land to support the beginning of a bridge or whatever. If you're like, ooh, and you demolish it, it reverts the terrain back to what it was originally, which is vastly different than any other city building game I've ever played. Right, where it leaves where a little like, thing there yes, and you're like, oh, that's a well, scar forever. Crap. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I scarred the terrain. I'm, I'm stuck with it. And it goes down to like, if you draw a road and buildings come up off it, it tends to flatten the terrain around them, which digs into the hillside. But if you demolish those buildings, it goes right back to the smooth slope it was, mm -hmm. which is awesome. It's a tiny little detail. But I think relating back to the idea of terrain and the control, this game kind of takes not only a more hands-off approach back to the level of most Sim Cities, where it wants you to be involved in every part, but it goes way beyond that. You can tell the game has been engineered from the ground up to support mods and custom content. And it seems like the modding community is only just getting going with realizing kind of the just the, the true scope of all the things that can be done with it. Well, and that was one of their goals when they were building the game, to differentiate themselves from 2013 SimCity, right? And building it within the Unity framework, something that's already out there, available, easy to use, easy for modders to get involved with or actually know the tool set before they even got their hands on the game. And it works extremely well. I think we were we were criticizing pathing before the podcast even started. And there's a mod called Traffic Plus Plus that lets you fully control where every lane is able to go hmm. at every intersection. Down oh, to the, the point and click of you want the right lane to go left? Fine, you can do that. You can shoot crazy. yourself in the foot. We're <laughs> yeah. okay with this. You can, you can really get down to the absolute finest of details, which is really interesting, especially in a traffic simulator context. So I think I'm the only one here with any mod experience in this game. Is that no? You're not. Okay, good. That's right. You you talked about the the extra city tiles. What else have you yeah. dug your fingers into? The only other things that I dug my fingers into were UI mods that allowed you to sapphire. I never did sapphire. I'm oh. not actually sure what that is. What I looked at was something that allowed you to see exactly where cars were usually going off of certain roads, and then a few other informational UI things that I don't exactly remember all that they showed, but, you know, it was a lot more detail. Like the traffic inspect tool, basically? Yeah, stuff like that. And then, cool. um, if I remember correctly, the only other mod that I had was something that allowed you not quite the same control as you're talking about for the roads, but it allowed you to say whether or not they were colliding with another road, or you could choose to not have the pillars coming up when you had a bridge it was pretty useful, especially when trying to build your way up a hillside and having all these different ramps coming off of it to go in different areas. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. What you don't see here is that Nay just had a kid in a candy store kind of face. <laughs> that does sound very relevant to my past few days. 
the mods are pretty amazing. There's there's stuff all the way down to like, you want the buses more like the ones in your country? Well, that's fine. You want Boeing planes? No, you hate Boeing? Well, that's fine too. While we're talking about the mods in general, one of the pieces I want to talk about was I understood from a podcast that I was listening on that there was a mod that you could get, which included a park, which is a one-by-one tile, which would just give you million simoleons or whatever the money is in this. Oh, I'm Did sure. Guys, that immediately turned me off to the idea of modding this game at all. Uh, there is no balance once you add mods. Did you deal a lot with custom content for SimCity 4 or 3000 or before? No. So. Okay. I dealt with the custom content as far as the people that made uh, custom buildings, which were really limited in in the previous SimCities, was kind of hard to do is what I'm trying to get at. Yes, they were very difficult. Uh, You had this this editor that you had to build blocks on and then uh, texture it. It was was horrendous. That was 3000. That was silly. Yes, that was really silly. SimCity 4's was even worse. I was in charge of like a team of content creators for SimCity 4 on Simtropolis for many, many years. Wow. And SimCity 4's was, they had a plugin for 3D Studio Max, but it was notoriously inefficient. So we tried to make the Patronus Twin Towers to scale for <laughs> months and there was no way to do it. There, there would... How long did you spend on that one, Nate? On just the Patronus alone? Yeah, I remember it, it was months back in the day. And we tried all different scales and the rendering engine would just straight up crash if you made it like to any desirable level of detail and we ended up giving up on the whole project it was just too finicky hmm. but you could do some pretty interesting things there were some really cool there's some really cool stuff that came from japan i hope that a lot of those people get involved in this game but I, i'm sure they will considering some of the maxis developers after the layoffs are making buildings on patreon now for skylines and it's worth mentioning that all the mods of course work through the steam workshop which i actually have conflicted feelings about on the one hand, 90% of the time, it's wonderful and the best thing ever. But the other 10% of the time, kind of relating to what you said, Will, it's, I'm used to, from SimCity 4, I had a near obsessive level of, I would spend like an hour every day downloading some of the things that were new that looked good to me. And then, you know, 10 hours on the back end of that, adjusting all their stats and tweaking them and, you know, making sure that they fit within the rest of the game. And to me, that was satisfying and rewarding in the end, but... There's not really a way to do that with the Steam Workshop since you're basically subscribing to an item and wherever the mm-hmm. creator updates it, you get that push to you. So I'm not really sure. I haven't dealt with Steam Workshop mods very much. Is there a way that you can alter any of these things? You might be able to go in and alter the game file yourself. If that's even possible, it would probably be you know thought of as an advanced feature. So Nate, have you tried to make any mods? No, I haven't yet. Why not? Because I need to find a job before I go down the rabbit hole of there's no return. But but you can do the Patreon Speaking thing. Oh. If you've already got pedigree. I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Bills, From the guy who brought you 30,000 buildings in SimCity 4. <laughs> the almost Patronus Towers. <laughs> From the guy who tried really hard and didn't even get close in the end. Story that's of true. your life. That's not a bad idea. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Thoughts for the future. Right now, I'm still really getting into the game. I've only played, like, I think 25 hours, which is pennies in the bucket of what this inevitably will become. How much time do you think you've spent within the SimCity franchise as a whole, just to give a okay. broad overview of your experience with City Builders? Um, it's definitely in the thousands. I know I've spent at least 500 hours in SimCity 4. Easy. And if you count modding SimCity 4, then it's another 500 easy. Before that, I played 3,000 for a long time, and before that, like, 2,000 was the only thing that kept me in school. 
when I was in elementary and middle school. I would just sit in the corner and play, and eventually my teachers stopped telling me to get off because it kept me quiet. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> elementary school. I thought I was safe. So I've spent a long time in these nope. games. I'm assuming everyone here is relatively, at least somewhat, passionate about city builders. The only other city builder I've played was the original SimCity on the NES. Ah. And so... I had maybe 20 hours in that, and I had no idea what was what I was doing. But the level of detail for City Skylines actually brought me into it, although I only have about the same amount of time in it as you do. Oh my god, I remember playing that same version of SimCity on the NES, and as yes. soon as my orange square, you could see them start to build it, I was like, oh my god, they got corrupt, I need to demolish it and create a new one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I came back and I was like, well, where'd this big building come from? How does that work? <laughs> I'm a slightly younger child. That's okay, Well, I had a friend that had the NES version, and he was a little too obsessed with it because he had the ultimate building in the center of his city. The Arcology? Like, no, 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 no. Was there sorry, Arcologies sorry. in the original? I don't no. think so. Uh, it was this like super expensive bank that took forever to build. He showed the city off, but he didn't really play it anymore just because if he changed any significant part of the city, that building would go away. He was, he was at the zenith. Yes. That's amazing. So he was like, this is my city, and I'm not going to play it anymore. I had a few regions like that in SimCity 4. My problem with I feel like for for me and city builders, it's like a snowballing effect. Yes. I start out and I'm like, ah, it's a boring, empty landscape. But the more I design, the more interesting the city becomes and the more invested in spending time in it and improving it I become. And then yeah. one day you reach the end where everything's developed and you're like, oh. And it's almost like hard to start things all over again. Yeah, which is why the, the way I usually build out these cities is that I start with a like a proto city in, in some random corner and then eventually that the the three types of zoning 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 this leads to a very important question <laughs> the three types of zones eventually grow out but then you know you get to a, to a point where you can't really add in that in that like uh, in that pattern in that pattern yeah. because it, it overwhelms the simulation so then i have to like either throw it all away and with my new found money rebuild at that section as entirely industrial which is what i usually end up doing and then Ooh. the other side of the water or whatever i then build the the commercial and the residential and then there's three different areas that intermingle that way speaking of which a zone demolish tool would be really cool yes if i could just say destroy everything in this square instead of oh yeah that would be cool oh instead of clicking on every single building yeah. I was using the that mod for nice. auto demolish all abandoned. Well, the thing, uh, yeah, it looked like that was pretty popular. Yep, that's a useful one, and all burned. Wouldn't the buildings just fires. disappear if yeah. you rezone them? Yeah, they do just vanish. They disappear if you after a moment. If you okay, but you have to go and select all of the specific roads that you want to destroy, or well, no, like, you have you have if the you oh, to I just see what destroy you mean. a part of your town and start oh. over. Yeah. You want a dezone tool, basically. No, there is a dezone tool, but, oh, yeah, but like has to like a, blow it away. A dezone in the SimCity. So you want to drop a nuke? Where yes. it yeah. Dezones and it drop demolishes a residential right in the buildings. Middle. Oh wait, there's no <laughs> zone buildings. There's no disasters in this game. No, there's no disaster. I, I haven't that. even disasters. noticed that. Is that a thing that you guys care about? I yeah. I have to say, I, I was sort of happy it didn't happen, but Ooh. that was just me. Weren't you the one who kept? Bringing disasters in 2013 SimCity? I have to say I did do that, but that was because it was just fun to watch. But if I actually like my city, I don't like it to blow up. 
Wow. But I do There's like the the l randomness of, of something happening that you have to fix. Like you have a meteor shower or whatever. The, you, you, have to, you have to do some, you have to do something about it. Granted, well, that's why there's all like of the fires and stuff. Or floods. They don't exp oh, the floods are interesting. Have you guys all used dams in this game? I have I, not. No. Yes, yeah, so it's because so of it's, the risk of flooding. Honestly, didn't know you could flood. I was like, the watch the water levels. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Levels. Okay. And then I built like an entire industrial plateau. And then a few years later, it was flood season, apparently, because I just look over and it's like, help, we're drowning. And I was like, what? I mean, I have too much water or something. And I was like, oh, shit, my dam's overflowing. That's crazy. And my whole industrial floodplain was indeed a flooded plain. <laughs> but the the fires don't That's expand, wrong. right? No, the they fires don't do not expand. Actually. They they start in they a specific building, building they bu it. they burn it down and you're fine. Why don't they spread? There's like Esteban saying, having these random occurrences is kind of nice in that it breaks up the tedium of doing the same thing, building the same city over and over and over again. But the downside to that is I don't think there has been a city builder where actually responding to those things has been interesting. So, right, it's I just in rush hour when you could like drive the trucks to respond to various incidents. Oh, I do kind of remember that. Mm, that yeah. was fun. It was oh. limitedly good mechanics, but it was kind of fun to do. It just really made me want another Streets of Sim City, though. Do you remember Sim? Copter, I think. Absolutely, it, yes. yes. I do. You could import your yes. two thousand cities. Yeah, that was so oh, that cool. So yeah, I really liked that game. That was that was very cool. And then all of a sudden, you have these dumbass cities. <laughs> like, who did flag? this? Who designed this? Thing? Some of the presets were awesome and awful. So I guess let's take a civil engineering detour and ask how each of us end up designing our cities. Do we have any overwhelming strategies? So I, I guess I talked a little bit about it, but uh, like I said, I started off in this corner. I really like the the maps that have a natural separation of the landmass. Like I don't like a, just a flat out big plane. Yeah. So I usually started out. I usually started out with a, with a river in the middle. So the the thin part of the landmass, I would start there becomes and, industrial eventually. Yeah, in the, eventually becomes industrial because it's at the other side and no one cares about it. The obvious downside to that is that you eventually end up with these arteries that cross the river and those become major, major traffic yes. issues. But you could just put them underground now after patch 1.1. Yay, which I... Yeah, okay. Oh, that was added post-release? Yes. Yeah, you betcha. Oh. And then on the other yeah. side of that river, then I had a patchwork of residential and commercial right next to it. Because yeah. those usually feed off each Just other. Just kind of mixed together. Yeah. How do you feel about the separation of commercial office and commercial service in this game? I didn't really have much problem with it. I did notice that the, and I think Derek will, will have a lot more to, to talk about this, but the, the educational requirements of each of the zones was yeah. a little interesting. But other than that, I, I didn't have too much problem with it. Does anyone else have any guiding principles to how they design cities? Obviously, you should talk about the way you and I do it differently. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, before, before my... we dive down the rabbit hole, <laughs> I could never stand having to demolish part of my city. So I tried to always build it from the start with the idea of expanding and keeping whatever I had, which made a lot of the requirements to put on myself really difficult if I wanted to have big highways, especially going yeah, through my territory. Somehow I made it work, and somehow sometimes they were fabulous. However, oftentimes it would take a very, very long time to build up because I would put these restrictions on myself of having the big road systems in first. And so I'd have to make a lot of money and spend a lot of time building up 
in the end it generally paid off but it was a very slow process coming from SimCity I actually tried that and failed miserably the first city that I made just because I tried I did too much infrastructure and couldn't my city couldn't support that level of, of spending that early on did anyone else cheat and use the infinite money mode no I only I not I did that for a city that I tried to make I downloaded a island map I think it was called like Aogashima or something like it's an actual it's an actual Japanese or Asian island I think and the actual island is gorgeous by the way I looked at pictures of it but I decided I was going to just completely fill this island with a city and I built all the roads and then I started trying to actually zone everything out and everything slowed down because if I did it way too fast then nothing actually worked correctly and people were moving in at awkward places and then they didn't have power and then they moved out and so it doesn't really work if you want to just create this giant city from the get-go for fun you do have to still spend the time to slowly build it up even when you're cheating that's interesting I liked doing the infinite money. I, first of all, I liked that the infinite money mode is right at the menu. And I like using it. Well, it's because it's you're labeled still, as a mod. Yeah. You still see it, your cash inflow. So you still have the same sort of guidelines and goals. In most games, infinite money just, I don't know. I guess a lot of times when I think of infinite money modes, it just like disables anything related to your budget altogether. You don't really know what's going on. But in this one, you can still very clearly see your cash flow. And one of the things I found sort of related to the difficulty of the game was I felt that my cash flow kind of varied dramatically at different points of the year, and I never really figured out what the pattern to that was. Is that I never something? really experienced that. Me neither. Yeah, I never saw that. Okay. So I would just like kind of not really be doing much in my city, and all of a sudden I'd be in the negative, and I'd be like, oh, no, what happened? So the reason that usually happened to me was because power is dumb. And your power was dumb. Fine. Power is dumb. I had this proto city on one side of the river and the, the real city on the other side. Yeah. And the connection between those two was always a little hazy. So whenever I didn't have enough connections and the one that was left, for whatever reason, the people moved out or whatever, all of my city would lose power. Because oh, the because one the building's at the edge. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, the, the power connection is a little finicky. Yeah. The ones that had connection went away, and then nothing had power. So I had to like figure out what the hell I did wrong and reconnect everything. Was it in SimCity that the roads carried power? Yes, in, yes. in SimCity. That was and kind water, of cool. And water. Yeah. Power, water, sewage. Actually, all of the agents used the road system. Which is nice, because in the games before that, I would just put the water directly under the roads. Yeah, which is why I eventually would do with yeah. this one. That's what I was doing with cities as well. I missed piping in 2013 because I remember I just had crazy pipe grids. Like, it was just another fun layer of, look at how crazy this has gotten. What a disaster. Eventually, yeah. they're going to build to the city uh, ones where we're going to do satellites. That's going to be adding another fun layer. Check out our Civilization Beyond Earth podcast. Still not posted. <laughs> Will, how do you design your cities? I've had the misfortune of seeing one of them. So, oh boy. I'm very functional. Everything is very kind of grid layout. I use my space the best I can. Kind of from SimCity, if you know kind of the 9 by 9 block kind of mentality, uh -huh. that is basically my entire city. <laughs> and terrain just kind of... Terrain is in the way. Yeah. And I loved comparing this because 
I was playing the game thinking, oh, you know, that's pretty much how this game goes. And then all of a sudden I saw Nate's city and this thing was completely different. I ended up almost intentionally creating like crazy... I guess I could just make really interesting things. So I'll lay out a really weird road. I think the most then interesting I'll zone thing it. is... It almost looked like you didn't have any straight roads. <laughs> yeah, I tried not to have. <laughs> there, there is purposely almost no straight roads whatsoever. There might be one right down the center. Yeah, there are linkage roads. Everything else is curved. If you can get a curve in it, it's going to be curved. So you were making it's, a European city. Why? Basically, it beautiful. it's like you the Prague. pictures of his cities. Let's look up the... Uh, so it ends up being like an unplanned sort of neighborhood connected very rationally to another completely unplanned neighborhood. So you were going more for the organic growth city instead of the pre-planned Exactly. I want to make a Boston, not a... Gotcha. Not a, a Boston, not a, not a New York. Got it. Exactly. Okay. Which is why when you said your yeah. thing about New York, I was like, no. <laughs> Mine's totally in New York. Yeah, mine yeah. is totally in New York yeah. City. Did there you... might be a giant park in the middle, but it's only so that it can support the... Or, you know, it's a square park. Yeah, <laughs> like Central Park. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> it fits in exactly X city blocks. Yep. Did we... So, question real quick. Yeah. Is there any way to export your city to share it with someone else? Is that an easy to do thing? There's yeah, you can go to your games. save games and you can click on share right there, I believe. Okay, I was curious if you saw each other's cities in person or if you shared it online. I posted some photos to the game club page. I did see those. It kind of looked like a monolithic godlike society. Yes, I, I decided to build... I don't really it's like suburbs in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like suburbs in real life and I don't really like them in the game because I like everything to be dense and crazy. But occasionally I'll make like a suburb district and I did and I was like, man, the suburb is so boring. What does it need? And I was going through the menus because I hadn't really figured out all the unique options yet. And I found the, the the temple building, which is basically a giant monolith. And I put it down right at the edge of the suburbs and all the pictures I took were like from the rooftop gardens of like people's homes, like just looking off the horizon and all the beautiful homes. And then just a monolith towering over on the horizon, which I thought was great. Were you taking those pictures while using a mod? Which pictures? Some of them, yes. Obviously, the screenshots from street level or from like, on top of someone's house? No, those were just vanilla. There's a button in the bottom right yeah. that lets you have a free Oh, free the mode. free camera? Free camera's great, yeah. I'm also using the dynamic resolution, which makes the game look a lot better than it does originally. Because when you install it at first, it doesn't really look that good. Dynamic resolution just downscales. I have mine set to like 200% oversample. Hmm. And it looks a lot better for it. So that's definitely a highly recommended mod. So that's a mod, not a feature? That is a mod, not a feature. <laughs> I think one of the cool things about this game is the color correction. So you can get different like color presets that affect kind of the way you see the game. Is there like a Walking Dead mode? There is a Mirror's Edge mode. Hmm. Oh, I saw that. It looked like something was broken. One of the things I wanted to talk about is the districts feature in Cities Skylines versus the... There was, like, resource mining in SimCity, right? Like yes, you there had was. To yeah. deal with, there was. I'm interested in talking about the differences between how that works in SimCity and Cities. In Cities, as far as I can tell, you can paint a district anywhere, and you can apply a specialty to that district, and it doesn't really... You don't, don't have like a natural set of resources. Redonkulous. My OCD was very upset that you could never get, like, really neat boundaries on district painting. I'm I, with was, you there. It felt like... No, it's bugging the hell out of me. MS Paint back in, like, pre-Windows days where you were, like, but, um, had to go over every single pixel to... It sounds like real-life districting. 
Yeah, except without all the gerrymandering. You had bigger, uh, bigger brushes, though. Uh, Why don't you use them? I have interface issues that I do want to talk about, but we can come back to that. Sapphire! Um, <laughs> that's not really going to address that's the issues a, you yeah. have, yeah. So, Kelton, tell us about resources in SimCity 2013. All right, so the thing about resources in SimCity was that the resources were divided up around the region. So you had to be able to utilize multiple different cities in the region to be able to gather all of the resources to build your arcologies. Now, these were really cool things um, that were later on developments that you'd have to first research and then build. And they were sort of the point of the game. And resources were also limited, right? Yes. yes. They were consumable. You only had so much per each city region and then in the region as a whole thing that I really liked about it in SimCity was that there was this like hierarchy. You would have like the spot that got metals out of the ground and so you'd have metals come out of the ground and you'd have to have another spot where you had smelt the metals together and then you'd have another part where they created processors out of the metal. Then you had to have another spot where they made computers out of the processors. Mm -hmm. You had a pipeline. Yeah and you had to have be able to build your whole city and then at each particular point those different resources could run out. And so you had to like balance it and create this intricate web of resources and pieces of your city feeding other pieces of your city. And I feel like yeah, and, and not only that, but you since the city size was so limited, you in, in a lot of cases, you couldn't do all of the steps in a single city. You had to right. either use the global market or or use the the region system to to have one city be the mining one and the other city be the high-tech one that created the, the processors and the computers from the raw materials. So both of those things I feel like I, I was missing from this game. One, I, I wish there was more interconnectedness and things like, uh, for me, I just made half of my city do lumber because it was super eco-friendly and yeah. it impacted me to know for negatively, not at all. Everything worked fine in my city. There was no reason why that wasn't, why I shouldn't have just covered the entire thing in wood. The other is, I really miss buying and selling from the region. The idea that there are other kinds of resources out there that my city is not self-contained. I actually live within an ecosystem. I liked that stuff. And I think that I felt completely isolated in this game. Well, I have to say, when, when it first launched with SimCity, I had a big problem with the arcologies and also the region because it would keep dropping out. So I had one game in particular where I had two cities. One of them was doing fabulously well with everything except for money. And I had another city where everything was terrible except for the money. Okay. So I sent 10,000 or whatever from my city that had a lot of money to the other city just to keep it <laughs> keep it floating right was your uh, w- was the money truck stuck in traffic the money truck <laughs> never appeared yes. it disappeared <laughs> off the face of the earth I so remember, I was just down I money that. and it was the worst thing ever and then ever. two months later when you don't care it's like oh your money's arrived what the fuck oh, I remember no, sitting it. in the same room with you strategizing in our same region like yeah. I'll send you money did it get there no how about now yeah, there, there were there were there were a lot of bugs, but there were two specific that that re- uh, revolved around the money sending feature. One of them was that at the beginning, money trucks were stuck in traffic, just like everything else. So if you had a traffic problem that you needed money to fix, you were kind of screwed because the, the money would never get there. The other one was that sometimes when you would send trucks, they would never appear on the road. So 
<laughs> the money was deducted from your <laughs> sending account, city's but account, never got there. but never actually made it to an agent that would send it to the other city. I still think I can separate the bugs that you experienced from the design and yeah, the, definitely. Yeah, very cool design. I, I really the liked that the game was trying to let me allow me to do. I really liked all of the ideas put into practice with 2013 SimCity. I really liked that game a lot. I found it. I think I'm right in the middle of. I think that it's very clear that City Skylines is designed in the old city building model, where they yes. you want to be able to have just a massive city with everything going on in it at once. And it's a single player thing, and you are the, yep. the you owner are the of your God. own destiny. Was I the only person who, uh, what's one right before 13? It was... Four. 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 2004, right? No, no, no four. Sim City four. four. So in four, I built two cities next to each other. One had residential, one had industrial, and I four built a had city a next to that. A couple had, problems with that, but yes, it, it didn't work. It didn't work great. You could pile the industrial up in the corner and... But it... I never played four, so... But oh. it did work. But it did, it did work. Yeah, it was regional play. And so... So five is a when, continuation of that. Particularly when that came out, I thought that's what I was getting. Like, oh my god, they, they built the, the game to support the way I was already playing it. Right. And then... I think the only problem I had was the city size. Yes. And if I could have the whole region as one city and I had like quadrants of the city that were specialized, I don't know why it makes such a huge difference to me that I would just be, they were different cities. Because oh it's God. really cool that, that you could have so... friends playing in the same thing. But maybe it's also the fact that I couldn't stack my cities up against each other. It was like, over here's a town. Over here's a town. Like it's my that goal so in a city building exactly game. Like you and me, you look at that the over city, and it looks like a city that you. It looks like the city that you made in Skylines. Whereas if I had access to the whole over city, it would be grids all the way from end to end. Well, my goal is to fill in everything eventually, just with neighborhoods set out. You'll notice over time they fill in all between. I hate wasted space. It's my goal to fill the entire region. SimCity didn't you give built me the Boston. Yeah, exactly. SimCity did not give me that fulfillment. There was never a way that I could get out to the region view and look at this massive metropolis I made. At best, I'd see a couple city cores scattered around the map. And that was, to me, the one thing that was like, that that's what's so fulfilling. That's the goal I'm driving towards. My first note and my last note for this game, basically the same thing, is that Skylines lacked goals. I didn't feel like I was driving to anything. I, and then I got, as soon as I got to a, a point where I was reasonably able to control my finances, the game was super easy. There's a runaway? Point. Yeah, I, well, I didn't feel like I... I think that in some ways this is taking a step back from what SimCity was moving off towards with 5 in particular. I'm just going to call it 5 from now on. 5 was very clearly moving towards this goal-oriented game in which there was more levels than just building a city. You had resource management. You had management of the whole chain of supplies. You were working towards arcologies. Arcologies, by the way, are a really interesting design concept. Like Those are really cool, and it was really cool to see them in SimCity 5. And I don't think anyone here has played Cities of Tomorrow, have they? Because that concept no. gets way more interesting in Cities of Tomorrow. Really? When you can build Everybody stacks... Was- you can build stacks, like towers and stacks, with like mixed like residential, commercial, industrial inside like of tower. them. Yeah, kind yeah, of. like Sim Tower. There's like all sorts of unlockables and progression hooks there. Mm-hmm. What was the? I, I understand the progression's kind of limited. Sim Tower. No, it was the best. No, there was tiny a towers? tiny tower. There we Sorry. go. What? And yeah. then there was on a, iOS. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, is that is like it as good as Sim Tower was? It's which totally is actually a Japanese a, uh, game. <clears throat> a free to play game. 
Is it quote unquote free to play? You, you mean it's a pay as you go? Pay to it's play. A, it's a pay to pay to Man, win. Man, why aren't? Oh. And then there was a uh, Star Wars mod for it. What? Yeah, there was a Star Wars Tiny Death Star. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> is Tiny okay, Towers? That wow. sounds right. amazing. No, boo. The problem is you there would be like an elevator and you had to like take people up and down and then you had just like oh, this elevator's too slow. I need to upgrade my elevator so I can either work for two weeks to be able to upgrade my elevator or oh. spend $5. Craig, that segues into what we're going to be talking uh. about shortly. Yeah. So anyways, going back to Cities of Tomorrow, they had this concept of, of the sim towers inside of your city and then you also could link them together above ground so you kind of alleviated your Which traffic problems. This really Honestly, sounds this- awesome. If they made the city size bigger... That would be like the coolest thing. Yes. This sounds like the Sim City that I wanted, but it was kind of everybody by this point everybody to hated it. Skylines, well, I think it had hated it. kind Why, of the Windows happened? 8 problem, miss? right? Where when it launched in a funky state. And Vista. expectations, I don't know. Just slow. When when Sim City 5 launched, it was shitty. It had major connectivity issues. It had major uh, agent pathing problems. It had major bugs that needed to be fixed, and and you had a lot of limitations. By the time these got fixed, months later, and and in City Stuff Tomorrow's case, years later, everyone had moved on. It was like, oh, it's in City Five. Let me just do it. Last, just last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I could look by a lot of those issues. Also, the key to the wait, online wait. issues was playing on the Antarctica server, by the way, which I immediately did second day, and it fixed basically all the problems. Yes, okay, because everyone had flooded. Why was there an Antarctica server in the first place? What game are we talking about? SimCity. I really want to know why Cities of Tomorrow, was that what it was? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the expansion for SimCity 5. Ah. Uh, that's the part that what I did missed. You, what, okay. what, what were you thinking? Um, I thought there was another game. Oh, like a full-on, completely no, 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 no. different game. No. That's what I thought. Oh, then. like a, a another cities game. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Everybody oh. talked about it in this context, like it was a completely new thing that just came out last year that nobody liked, and then. No, the reason nobody liked it was because it's it's an expansion for SimCity Five. All right, which I had already been poo-pooed. The pool okay. was tainted. Yeah. Yes. Came Apparently, there were some pretty severe issues with those tower components. Were a little too easy to unlock. People wanted there to be more of a sort of overarching progression goal. Some of those concerns seem pretty well-founded. But honestly, it seems really interesting and like a cool thing on top of what, quite frankly, was already a really cool game. Just not as appealing to me because of my inability to just create a massive chaos land of urbanity. But one of the questions I have is they talked about Glassbox not being able to support huge city sizes. I don't think the pathing is that much worse in this game, and it... Didn't modders get around that anyways? Unlocked it, but you still needed a beefy machine to to get it to the point where actually like SimCity for sky scale. Okay. So there were there were hacks finally that let you build oh, yeah. to the. I guess that makes sense once it once there was offline saves, huh? Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. there once there were offline saves, and even with the online only thing, there were oh, the, ways to disable online stuff. So you could increase like, the game in the first place, where you could redraw the region. Yeah, the first week that it came out. I yeah. think what I'm learning is I need to go back to that Sim City. Yes, you do. Um, I think I'm kind of feeling the same thing. I mean, I really like this game, and I feel like they satisfy two different things, right? Like this is my paradise chaos. I can zoom in to, on practically. Well, there is a first person mod. 
and I can just appreciate what I create. Whereas SimCity has more interesting, higher levels of gameplay. Which right, it has more interesting mechanics and more interesting uh, uh, gameplay progression that than Cities has. Like Cities, with the notable exception of, hey, you're now a slightly bigger city and you've unlocked, uh, you know, incinerators and whatever. Um, it, you don't really have a an end goal whereas with SimCity 5 you had the end goal of of your region level achievement which was the the arcology well also in SimCity you can actually be cooperative you can have multiple people playing the same game uh, working together or working against each other sort of to develop your region which I think adds a great thing I like the cooperative games but you could also play it alone yeah you're right there's no loss there it's just an added. Was more of like a meditative play style where if you're going to get into it, you're not getting into it for those other reasons that you mentioned about SimCity, but rather just to kind of spend some time on it, listen to a podcast and just adjust and kind of mess with your city without that stress of something else coming in and impacting it. I think that's what I really like about it is you're just making a, you're just creating something. With SimCity, you're playing a game. You're fighting against struggles. You're fighting against achievements. It's much more of a game. I agree. Yeah. I assume that there are a lot of the things that SimCity does that you can get through mods. But personally, I'm kind of scared. Modiverse. Modiverse. <sighs> Modiversity is a real thing. I, we had that a lot in, in World of Warcraft. In World of Warcraft, I played vanilla for several months before I finally was like, okay, let me figure out what this thing is. And it is just so scary. You look at it and you're like, there are 700 mods and I don't know <laughs> which one of these to do. Thank God Curse was around that I could just... Yeah. 15,000 on the Steam Workshop thus far. So, wow. Yeah. That's not a that's not a, not a shabby number, actually. <laughs> yeah. 15,000 yeah, you know, in two months. But, I, yep, when I, you, you I, look at it, great. you're like, I hear the story, oh, you know, there are mods you could totally just break this game for you and then it's like playing this game i still want there to be some semblance of a game i want there to be some challenge i want to feel like i'm overcoming something and so the idea that i could just go pay 50 cents and have a park which generates infinite money i lose it that breaks for me and in maxis while i'm against the idea that they don't allow mods in the same way it seems like because they have built the story for me at least i know that there is something specific something that i can conquer something that i can work on Does any, am i the only one here no i think it makes a lot of sense i i think that this is really just a city builder and SimCity is a, is a game yeah and and hold on it it's it's based on the steam workshops so there is no money he's talking about you literally get pay you know however it's much just money, money in game park, yeah. oh i see what you mean and then you just get infinite money which why would you even download that if you don't want to do it yeah well he said that there are fifteen thousand mods and i only downloaded like a few building mods but for the most part what i did download it made sense it was well enough balanced so that if i downloaded this tiny little police bunker then all it would do was give a police radius of five blocks, but it made sense. So, plus, if you wanted infinite money, you could just turn on the actual infinite money cheat. Right, but I think Will's making the bigger point of he wants a game experience that feels somewhat bounded almost, like there's a design element in play rather than just yeah. the Wild West of whatever you get is whatever you get. Okay. Yeah, like at okay. some point, there's a chance that 
the citizens wouldn't like what you're doing or something like that. Like, your approval rating is never something that's really in jeopardy. There, there's no approval rating in this, right? Yeah, there is. Is there? It's a little icon in the bottom left. Well, I'm using an interface mod, so I don't really know what it looks like stock, but... The happiness? Yeah. It's so easy to keep them happy. They're happy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. never worried. What do you think about the Twitter clone? I got rid of it. Oh Although well, some I of them are hilarious. What that was some of them are really funny. Some of them are really funny. Yeah. When you create a school for the first time, hashtag no more homeschooling, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Did it get old for you guys that have played like 25 plus hours? Yeah, uh, I disabled it with a mod. For a while it was useful in telling you what little issues there were, but after a while it just got to the point where you were hearing the same praises over and over again. Like, or the oh, same complaints. You deal with I the know complaints. you guys are dying. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's exactly the point. I was like, I I know I have a, a an issue with not enough uh, morgues or cemeteries or whatever. That's because you were can't playing fix dumb. It. You were the playing cemeteries stupid. are ridiculous. They are. I have a lot of problem. There's a hearse AI improvement mod which I found helps, <laughs> but like, it's just this, back to the mod this thing. Is a, yeah. <laughs> well, so I was a big part of the modding community for SimCity Four, and one of the things that I took away was. It was very much intentional in SimCity 4. The traffic intelligence was limited, and you could, with mods, adjust that to make the pathing better, but it took a toll on your system, so it makes sense that they wouldn't have that enabled by default. And I think that that's basically what the hearse mod, and the, there's one for garbage trucks too. So I'm already, I guess I'm already kind of used to thinking that way. Do you feel that the game is becomes unplayable without mods after a certain point? No, certainly not. I just like things better when I play more my way. And I'm much more interested in building a city than I am being super realistic about how many, like, hearses I have. See, right. I, so I think I'm the opposite of Will in that respect. I never really had any sort of problem with... So are you talking about, like, they had trouble finding their way to where the dead people were? They're just... It felt to me like there was... There always had to be a cemetery or a crematorium too close to everything else. I was like, I, I don't think in real life there's a crematorium every 10 blocks. They're okay, pretty yeah, close. no, that makes sense. So it was things like that that I was looking to adjust, as I was kind of like, well, this is, in my mind, a city like this would need less crematoriums, so I'm going to beef up what crematoriums do. Stuff like that I'm always sort of looking for. This game need at least one bigger level of incinerator and probably crematorium as well. Definitely. The incinerators are just a joke. I had, like, three of them in a row. Oh, at least a dozen of them all sitting right next to each other. Oh. <laughs> like, come on. Yep, go to the Steam Workshop. Of, There's some uh, real good ones. Wind turbines. Yeah, the wind, yes, the wind turbines were stupid. I tried wind I like the first, water ones, just, though. The water ones Put in one cool. oil building. Well, never had to worry about it again. Remember how in SimCity 4, when you actually loaded up a city, there was, like, sharp edges? Mm -hmm. And you'd see, like, the side of the earth, like, cut out? Yes. Uh -huh. One of my favorite buildings was basically a cheat building. It was, like, an unlimited garbage disposal. So I'd use it in clean cities. Because <laughs> sometimes you'd get pathing errors with actual exporting your garbage to neighboring cities. Yeah. So whenever that happened, I would just build cheat buildings. So I was like, I mean, in theory, the city next to it can handle it. But it's not working. And so what it was was you'd put it on the edge of the map and it just had a, like a ramp off the edge <laughs> and you'd see garbage trucks drive up and like push garbage off the edge of the city. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's super nice. funny. Um, Did anyone use Steam achievements to help create their own I tried kind of goals? to. 
I used a little bit of those, and I really like that you unlock buildings. I like that there's more... There is more of a sense of progression in this game than there was in SimCity 4, for example. Like, you have to build all the buildings to work up, like, to the fusion plant or the... I don't think that's true There's, like, the space launch site. I guess there were reward buildings in SimCity 4, too, But then there's stuff like... uh, And I I can't remember, like, you had to build a university, and then in order to be able to do something, to build a certain kind of thing, you had to have a specific type of dormitory or research lab in your university to be able to build specific buildings. The modular Mm -hmm. components of SimCity were cool. Yeah, and that that was the thing in 5, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm... Definitely not. I'm I'm talking about 4. So, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, but there were reward buildings. Yeah, you would like. So, hey, you can suddenly thing. build a Eiffel Tower or whatever. But it was usually tied to just things like population and job, like yeah. employment status. This one's a little bit more like if you build all these buildings and like it's a little bit deeper, but not really. Following the the happy path stuff was easy, but then there were some weird things like. And I think one of them was broken, but the, some of them were like, have 13 crematoriums and have your people not like you 13% or something like that. Like, <laughs> what okay. hell is this shit? There were all kinds of weird, have everybody hate you and build a park over somebody's house. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I'm going to fess up here. Did anyone else have issues with roads and road type? Yes. yes. So the roads are finicky, and I really wish there was a global grid you could have everything snap to. Yes, that's one. Specifically, I'm talking about the fact that... Hold on. I need to unpack this. You want to make everything as circles and arcs, but you want a grid on top of it? I want the option to have a grid so that I know when I can get back to orthogonals with the edges of the city map. Oh, okay. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Right now, you can get a grid by zoning streets. Yes. And I finally got the I got the hang of that embarrassingly late into the game. And I've kind of figured out the level of depth from the road that the tiles go and all that. That's the first thing I that figured out. First. That's why my why city it took looks me so like long. it does. Yeah, that makes sense. I, there also should really be like a, a road zone tool where you can like drop grids. Remember on SimCity 4 when yeah. you zoned? You could, yes. Yeah, that'd be helpful here. But yeah, again, you could do would, like square roads. So yes, that, that would be cool. I was actually looking for a snap hotkey and I couldn't find one. So. There's a mod that adds snapping angles. Yeah. But it doesn't add it relative to the map. It only adds it relative to the road you're on. Oh, so, you know. I want yeah. it relative to the map because that's, that's, yep. my, that's my truth. I think that would be a very useful feature. Can we complain about the interface now? Yes, let's complain almost, about the interface. Almost, almost, almost. Oh. I want to go back to the roads because the reason oh, Derek yeah. laughed was that I was poo-pooing on the pathing system a lot when I first started this game. And it turns out that the reason that I had a... What was it? It was a, a garbage disposal building, and the green that extends out from this building cut off surprisingly close to where I put it. It like Yeah, it only went down one road. Yeah, it, much, it only went down one road. Nowhere from and was it, yeah. Were they one-way streets? They were fucking one-way streets. <laughs> and I, I, asked, I love it. <laughs> I asked him to show me his city because, you know, we were talking about this podcast and stuff. And so he shows me it. And I'm looking at this. And, you know, I mouse over these. I zoom in. And I'm like, oh, look, there's two arrows going one way. You made a bunch of one-way streets. And I'm like, like, what? what? <laughs> where where <laughs> did you select the one-way streets? Yeah, and so, you know, he did the street upgrade tool to switch them all to two-way streets. And then everything worked way better after that. <laughs> and I suddenly <laughs> had a lot more money. Get out. Amazing. Yeah, and, you know, his, his city was filled with dead people, and that was fixed within minutes. 
And I had a similar experience with Nate where I walked over and I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. I wonder, how's your traffic actually work? He's like, what? What do you mean? I said, push this button, this button. Oh, your entire city's red. That's interesting. <laughs> There's one intersection that is just a nightmare. I, like, I kind of love it. But yeah, I made I, it all tree-lined so everyone stuck in traffic is at least happy. Nice. So, yeah, the, the issue that I had was that there was an... Unless you zoomed in all the way, there was no clear differentiator between yeah. two-way roads and one-way road. And they only paint the arrows like at intersections. Yeah, where it's a key point, which is oh, kind of silly. Like in real life, but it's so annoying. It's better than <laughs> which is the reason why I hate driving in Seattle. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, a universal grid would be great. Adding any sort of mod support to SimCity Five would be great. There are mods. Does it feel like you're mod just support? hacking in the back door? Of course you are. It's Maxis. What'd you expect? Yeah, I remember them. So we'd sit in Simtropolis chat and someone from Maxis would come in and we'd be like, hey, how does this like particular parent cohort work or something like that? And they'd be like, meh. And we'd, eventually we just got to the point where we'd be like, is this it? And they'd be like, meh. At best, we'd just get, you're close. Okay, bye. Well, like, so... It's so awful. So I... I oh, community I, support. I, I can't say I knew the guy, but I do know the person that used to do the the community stuff because he was the same guy that did the lua programming for SimCity 5 yeah and he came around the lua irc chat a couple of times and asked a, a oh, couple of questions that's awesome yeah he, he people in that sort of situation are in a really weird spot where yeah they're not they're yeah. not really supposed to say anything but at the same time they're there to provide a face of the company yeah so you end up either with a super secret channel where they can actually speak and then the people that are there can actually filter out the information. Yeah. Or you have this other option where they're they're in the channel and you either don't know about them because they use a, a name that no one knows or they're there and they kind of sort of answer questions, but they can't exactly. really offer any, any official news. I always uh, thought that news. was really funny. I don't think that would be an issue with Colossal Order. I think they would just walk in the chat room and just tell you what's go what's up. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, that, that's funny. where you were going. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in, in the Maxis universe, you definitely do feel like you're hacking the the, the back end of the game, whereas here it's based on Unity, so the back end of the game is, is pretty well known by this point. Definitely. I think the last thing I wanted to say about roads is it's really cool in the in the workshop, but even more so in just the game's menu, the asset editor. Like, you can go into the asset editor, editor, build yourself an interchange you want to reuse, save that, and then just use it in the game repeatedly. So what I did is I made a city block with pedestrian walkways over the top, and then I just went into the game and was like, plop, 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 and then I had just whole, like a whole grid basically right away. That's a very interesting way to do it. Yeah. The other half of my conversation with Nate, where I showed him how to actually look at what your traffic patterns were, the other half of that was, he was like, oh, well, I'll just create a road over the top of my other road. I'm like, what? You can make <laughs> roads go over other roads? Oh, it's the best. Oh, my God. This was this huge the bridges aspect are so great. of this game that was completely foreign to me. I had no clue. I think Esteban said I might have missed a tooltip when I yes. first started. Okay. Yeah. So, this brings me to my point specifically there the interface is so hidden it's n completely non-discoverable even things that i know should exist and should be there for example the speed the only reason i knew that speed was one two and three was because i played sim city and in sim city they were oh. one two and three there's no way i could like hov hover i think it was one two three in space in this one space is possible yeah I, Space is false. I but, thought you were talking about the speeds of the streets, which SimCity 4 never even bothered to tell you. But mm. this one does, and I like that. 
but yes. There's stuff like that. It's ugly. Well, that's why you go into the key bindings. That was the only way also, I found Also, the key out bindings to... are great. The fact that you can yeah. adjust those. Yeah, that was the only way I figured out that you could actually build bridges, because I saw a picture of someone's city, and I was like, whoa, how'd they build a bridge over over this thing right here? And then I went into the key binding. It's like, oh, page up and page down. Awesome. See, that's the, th- that's the thing. That That is shown in a tooltip, like, not even two minutes into the game. Is it like, really? Yes. It was <laughs> like, when you're, when you're trying to... As you launch a new city and you're trying to figure out how to do roads, one of the tutorials for the roads is that, oh, you can either build them straight, you can build them curved, or if you want to do, uh, and you can use page up and page down to layer them on top of each other. Why, why isn't it on the mouse wheel? That's mine. It, it should have no, been on the mouse what? wheel. No, you want mouse zoom. Wheel? Why yeah. would you want the mouse wheel? That'd be terrible. If I'm in the middle of making a road? You could have it. I so zoom in and out. I zoom in and out all the time because I want precision when I start. Or control. And then I want the whole map. Zoom. Or control mouse wheel or something like that. That would have been easier. Yeah. You Did anyone try- else have ROMs keeping something straight if they wanted to be straight instead of going off to like just the yes. slightest? Yes. I After never had one. that issue. No, that's actually. not a. You change the down at the bottom, you can change whether it's a straight line, curved, or multi curved. So. Even if it was a straight line, it would be a straight line, but like offset Slightly by one or askew. two yeah. blocks if you were looking at like the zoning. So it'd be a you know oh. straight. So if you make line. a if you make a perfect rectangle, you can fill it all in in one click. Yep. If you are make one degree slightly off, off, the precision then you have to do engineering it in four or five different zones. Yep. It's so annoying. Precision engineering mod helps because you can see the degrees and it snaps to the nearest five. Not only that, but, but if you that does sound even if you do the perfect square thing and you want to rezone an area, oh yes, you have to hunt down the single blocks that are differently colored so that you can uncolor them. And sometimes it doesn't stick, so you have to right click them a gajillion times so well, that yeah, they actually unzone. You have the you have this. Well, okay, that admittedly the paint tool only lets you get like three by three at once. Yes, but it's still useful for quickly, you know, dabbing over everything. So I can either use the whole zone right-click thing, and then go hunting for individual pixels, or I can use the the three pixel wide uh, brush and try to MS Paint the thing. Well, wait, what about I the, love wait? The what about it. also the rectangle tool? Because yeah. I pointed, the, yep. yeah, you can just oh, drag it yeah. across a whole. Yeah, zone. I pointed it out to you, and you, you yeah, didn't that's what I eventually was there. Yeah, that, I guess that's what I eventually. Um, used. Okay, yeah, I can't even remember if that's the thing. It, it is. is. There's yeah, two the different paint tools: a bucket tool and a rectangle tool. Figuring out which road I was going to create when I was doing things, I kept like accidentally demolishing parts of my city because I was on an upgrade instead of the <laughs> new. <laughs> Thing. And if you make it too wide, it demolishes the building else on the other side. And all of a sudden, that's funny. Like, oh, damn it! There's so many more road options in this game than there were. There's just the bridges and the tunnels are so cool. I also like the fact that you can move civic buildings. I like that a lot yes, too. Yes, thank goodness. I did not like the fact that you couldn't do that with buildings that were full. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, like cemeteries and graveyards. Yes. That's and like the first gamey bit in the whole thing. I actually appreciated that. <laughs> no, because then I, I wanted to move one of the cemeteries, and I couldn't. Instead, you had to spend half an hour unloading it. <sighs> it makes sense. It does make Fine. sense. But everything else is like... Will was delighted. Move. He's like, oh, I, this is terrible. I love it. It also kind of made me think, what if you... I'm sure that people have had to move cemeteries before. Yeah, and build and tell them. That's yeah. a thing, yeah. That's the thing. This idea of 
going and moving digging up all my bodies, bodies. Yeah. moving all my dead bodies to another place and yeah. reburying them. That sounds so creepy and weird. Well, yeah. Well, some of them, they wouldn't, like, they just burn them all. Burn oh. all the bodies that were left. Oh, you mean they dig them all up and then rebury new people? Yeah. Oh. Dig them all up, uh, get rid of the bodies somehow, and then use that land that was then left there to bury new people. That makes sense. After a hundred years, I feel like yeah, that's uh, rational. After a hundred or two hundred years, no one really cares. More. Yep. Unless I'm freaking Picasso or something. Was not expecting agreement on that point, but <laughs> thank you, guys. No, well, it's like in New Orleans where after they've been above ground for so long that they've pretty much baked and disintegrated, they just push them to the back of a chute, they fall down, and then they put a new person <laughs> on it. Um, that's that one requires a little bit more explanation. Yeah, not all, not all of us have been to New Orleans. Okay, so in New Orleans, all of the cemeteries are above ground because of the water table, and they're mostly oh, okay. concrete or stone, and within them there's probably, most of them aren't that big, they're probably, you know, four by four, so there's, what, 16 or so different actual areas where you could put a coffin. So they would actually put someone in it. They would get so hot during the summer that the bodies would more or less disintegrate over time. What would be left is usually the skull and the femur, large bones. So there's a chute at the back of the uh, where they're buried, and they'll just push it to the back and let the bones fall to the bottom so then they can <laughs> rent it out to the next person. So you're pretty much leasing it is what families would do. So, <laughs> and then, That makes so much more sense. Yeah, families that were more well-off would buy permanent land and create you know, their own entombments and they would be a little bit fancier. Like Nicolas Cage, actually this is completely random, but Nicolas Cage, during a movie, he's always in character. So he went and bought a plot of land in New Orleans during National Treasure, and his is a pyramid <laughs> with some Latin scribed into the side of it. Of course it is. Speaking of uh, Craig, tell us about SimCity Build It? SimCity You Build It? SimCity You Suffer? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> you just want to keep picking names? It is called SimCity Build It. It is a free-to-play game in the leanest sense of the word on the... I've put in playing it on iOS, at least. So it's not paid uh, to win? It 100% is paid to win. Oh, okay. Yeah. 110%. So I usually don't play that many mobile games, but got a download code for some starting cash from the Starbucks app, of all things. So I was like, all right, sure. I know all City right. Skylines. I'll, I'll jump into this and see what it's about. And it's a small plot of land that you start out with. And as you're building up your city and putting in different things, the game is pretty much always at a point where something is going wrong. You don't have enough money to buy police or fire or something of that nature. Um, that just sounds like some. And you can me. never make enough <laughs> money from doing building and upgrades that you can even out and just have a city running well. There's always something going terribly wrong or multiple somethings. And just when you think that you've got it under control a little bit. They unlock a new level for you because you have enough people. And then there's new materials, which then take longer to create. So some of them take like five hours of real time. So you'll be waiting five hours to create a material to upgrade a building, which then gives you a little bit of money, but not enough to actually do anything meaningful. So it's designed to suck up the dollars. It sounds like it real 100% dollars. is. That sounds terrible. What sucked you in? It's just kind of that, uh, so I've been, I've played way too much time of it, and I haven't spent any money on it at all, and I don't plan on it, but it's well, just kind right. of that coming back and checking in on it, and there's always something to do, so it's the perfect thing if you're like, alright, I'm just sitting here, or, you know, you're in the bathroom, and you're like, well, I got 
two minutes to kill. Might as well Craig. create some steel. Two minutes. Did that you, is Craig? Did you? There are so many better options, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can play you it on silence. Your... You don't have to worry about there being any noises. Okay. Did you spend all your Starbucks starter money? I did already. Okay. I, I spent it all without knowing that I was actually spending it because I didn't know the difference between the real money and the fake in-game money. So, like, oh I was God. like, oh, I'll just upgrade all this stuff. And then I had used all the, the Starbucks money. Craig, me. why aren't you doing the proper thing you should be doing as a podcast co-host and being the biggest whale you could be? Oh, fuck that. I don't make enough money to be a whale on any mobile game. I really like the cars parked on the side of the streets, particularly in the residential areas. Wow. When I first did it, I was looking at the roads. And I was like, oh, oh my God, my traffic God, is horrible. There's so much traffic. And then I zoomed in, and they're not going anywhere. Why aren't they going anywhere? They're stopped up. And, oh, they're just parked. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like that it doesn't happen that way when you put in decorative roadsides. Yeah. The, we were super... Is there a functional impact? I, okay, so yes. we were super confused about that because I looked at his city, and he did all the roads with grass on the side. And yep. I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, wait, where do or they trees. park their cars? Where do they park their cars? And I was so confused and I was asking him because, you know, there were a couple driveways, but not very many. Most of the houses don't have driveways. So yeah. It's like, wait, where where do all the cars go? There doesn't seem to be a functional impact because there positive, was... It's positive, though, because Is the it? cars aren't in the road, so they're not causing traffic. Well, they, that's were, never, you would they think, were never causing traffic in the first place. But I don't think that's really true. The, it's designed as an upgrade for the other ones. Yeah, but they were never causing... So what's the point then? There's just extra lanes that are devoted to parking, unlike Seattle. Yeah, so there's literally no point to not doing a grass or a tree one then. I'm curious to look this up. I wonder if it has an impact on businesses where like parking allows more customers and it creates more desirability for businesses, whereas okay, decorative strips that. add desirability for residential because they reduce noise. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing, but I still don't... I, wouldn't quite call that functional you could easily get by doing all decorative yeah that's that's what i eventually did because i'm you know too lazy but there didn't seem to be any downside to either one which is which that's really weird to me though because in my city i never did anything except for the standard road with parking on the side and there was Mm -hmm. always cars parked everywhere yeah so there were also sound differences between the different roads. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, okay. The one with greenery reduces noise mm. and pollution. Yeah. I had a very green city. Well done. I like how the trees all died out in the industrial districts. <laughs> yes, unless your industrial district was forestry. Is there is there ever high-tech industry in the same way that there was in the Sim Cities? I there didn't see I any. Yeah. No, there was a high-tech industry. The office industry or whatever? No, um... There, what was there? There was the forestry. There was the coal. Yeah. Also, being able to zone trucks away from certain districts. Right. Awesome. There's literally a zone for office industry, right? There's zoning, but there's not offices I mean, and services. Yeah. I mean, but we were I guess, talking about the districts. No, either way, like even yeah. if you just zone an industrial no, district, right? There's no high tech industry that yeah. props up. Like you're not gonna see. Uh, you know, you don't Jeffrey's see, like, superconductor yeah. or whatever. Which I kind of am disappointed about because that's definitely a part of industry, I think. Like the processing plants you could get in SimCity. Exactly. What about the bus and train <gasps> routes? It's interesting that you get to paint routes. 
Yeah. I thought, I dumb blonde me, thought that if I just made a big loop with a train, it would automatically path it itself. I was like, what else is going to happen on the train track? It's not going to turn around and go backwards. Turns out you can do that. <laughs> so path your train tracks, kids. Your routes have to be loops or complete. They yeah. have to be complete, but they don't have to be loops. Okay, well, they have to be... For the buses, they have to be a loop, don't they? I haven't Uh, touched buses yet. I'm sort of scared. I've done a bunch of subway. Don't be scared, homie. Oh, well, that explains your roads, actually. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want more road traffic on my roads. I really think the footpaths... Yeah. I think the the footpaths are really interesting, and I think that's a cool thing that's in this game. I didn't even see what those were. Well, they can slow down traffic when a bus comes to a stop to pick up people. Yeah, absolutely. The but all those people aren't in cars. <sighs> oh my goodness, I had like just a crowd of people waiting for the bus, and the bus stopped. Two people got off, two people got on. <laughs> no way. There's still this huge crowd of I people. I think your route's messed up. <laughs> I had a lot of routes, but apparently it wasn't enough. <laughs> Not good enough. In the parks and recreation menu, Craig, there's like parks in the first tab, trees in the third tab, and the second tab is pedestrian pathways, both paved and unpaved. And you can, not only can you put those between streets and have pedestrians walk that way, which is really interesting if you get down to that level of planning, but you can also connect it to parks. Parks have paths in them, and you can connect directly up to that. So you can have, like, parks be part of the pathway you set your pedestrians to have to walk on, which I think is really interesting. One of the things that I was continuously pretty frustrated by is you can't place anything I'd like to be able to place parks off street grids. I'd like to be able to fill in gaps in my yeah. city with parks. And there's no buildings that are... You can use the pedestrian to create a park? Um, pedestrian path to create a park? You I could so, create they, a park, yeah, with trees. But when they when you plop a park, it's basically just a preset amount of paths. Yeah, and it also with trees increases and stuff happiness, in it. whereas but you I mean, can't do that with... Oh, yeah, I don't think trees do. Hmm. Yeah, that would drive me nuts because I was kind of like Will when I was building my cities where I would build it out grid-like but then end up with something in the middle of it where I couldn't build anything. So then I'd end up just demolishing and putting a road straight through it just to kind of crisscross it out so I could still create stuff in that inner area. I wish there was like a freedom of zone depth too. I had that problem with with the river that I started out as because I I had this nice grid layout and then I ran up to the river and it's like, oh, hmm. What do I do here? Just create a road along the river, pretty much. What's next? Let me tell you what I experienced. My experience with SimCity 5 is that it was always, it felt like you were always completely teetering on disaster. Regardless of what you did, there was always somebody who was extremely unhappy with something that you were doing. And so you always spent all of your time fixing something. That felt like what that whole game was built around. This game felt like the thing that I was fighting was apathy. My my citizens didn't want to do anything. They nobody cared about anything. Everybody was happy all the time. That sounds like it's, a good thing. It yeah. What's what kind of city planning do you do? It sounds nice, but there was nothing. You were creating utopia. They were taking the, their soma. Come on. <laughs> so. In SimCity, there, there's this concept of the, the balance being very tenuous, where you have, you can get to a balance, you can get to a point where your city is fine, but it's very tenuous, and as soon as you add another street or or slightly rezone something, that, that balance will go away. Whereas here, the balance is I think is the balance wide. is almost more in the services. 
when I let my city go for too long, I get an overwhelming population of dead people building up. <laughs> I can't quite seem to manage my crematoriums right, right, no matter what I do. And I think it's because my roads are so loopy that even if I plant it on the, in the middle of a neighborhood, by the fringes of that neighborhood, there's been so many winds and loops of roads that it's like, well, how the fuck is a hearse supposed to get Just here? dead bodies hanging out. Imagine if there was a zombie disaster. D- d- literally that's what my cities are if I let them go uncontrolled for a while <laughs> <laughs> just come back to shambling um, dead that'd be fantastic well part of the yeah exactly that was this, a, is, this is where Clementine that was starts that thing in Sim 5 right yes yes it was sweet Clementine and it followed the day night cycle too oh that's day hilarious night cycle that would be nice yeah Any it would be cycle actually Jeez, it's always bright and sunny. Yeah, there is no. Although you yeah. guys got some floods or something, there there had to be something going on, right? Well, that there was, was probably floods. You build a dam. Yeah, issues with the dams and the water simulation. Yeah, that was the only. I I guess that's the only thing that can actually go wrong at a random point in time. Is that if you build dams, then you have to figure out the hydrology of your region and try to manage that as an outside thing. But other than that, there wasn't any like disasters or now anything that you had in, to deal with. In City Skyline. Now, did you run out of water? How did you run out of No, there was no water table in you this. You ran out of nope. water. The water table would fluctuate and fall off. That was there cool, and I hated that. absolutely zero consumable resources in City Skylines. Man, I want to give Cities of Tomorrow a chance. Yeah, me too. With those mods that make the city massive, I hope. Bring my system to its knees. Yeah, your, your CPU is going to be crying. That's okay. Hm. Well lubricated. But yeah, there was no water table. There was the fact that you had resources in the region was... Sort of superfluous. Kind of superfluous. Like you... You just invented where they were. Yeah, the plots of land that you could purchase, there were some markers as to what kind of resources they had, supposedly. But you... I was... I kept looking for for the map view that would show me where in this region the coal was or the metals or whatever. I tried to build logging on top of the forest. And then when I did that, it was like, why are you cutting down all the trees? Yeah, that was (laughs) hilarious. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't super... I mean, I'm probably the least experienced at CD Builders out of everyone um, on the podcast tonight. But when I was choosing the starting areas, I was really looking at which ones had what type of resources. And then I never found a place where it really played out into any substantial matter. Yeah, it is interesting how much less depth this game has than the 2013 SimCity and how much more positively it was received. There's guaranteed to be a very substantial subset of players out there that are more interested in the challenges presented by the older game, like Will for sure. It's It kind of makes you reflect on how you know, uh, finicky. It comes, about, it comes back to the fact that when SimCity 5 was released, it had so many issues. Like It could have really used a couple months more in the oven and a couple more iterations just to figure out what the bugs were and, and fix those. But is it worth all that permanent hate that just forever soured that product? No, of course not. And, and the permanent hate that you hear against Windows Vista or Windows 8 these days is, is also unwarranted. Windows Vista still sucks. Sure. Exactly. I liked Vista when it came out. Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> So that same hate, because at launch, it was either so different from what you were expecting, or it sucked because it had bugs and scalability issues. But these days, I think SimCity 5 is a pretty decent game. It's like Destiny. No, it's not like that at all. I think of like Drive Club. I love Drive Club. Yeah, oh my god. Something that... Oh my god. 
clearly had a. I need friends that'll play that with me. So this guy I have right to here ask. Waving his hand. I have to do. I have I've to already do the traditional question of would this have been better as a driving game? Yes, we saw that in the Rush Hour expansion. We did oh, see that actually. That is a better game than this. Oh no, more directly. <laughs> I want. Mm, ah, I want a Streets of Sim City. I want a Streets want of a City Streets Skylines. Of Sim City, so I would do anything okay. for that. Be, I could just drive around for hours and anything? the ridiculous things that I make. Yeah, because you have super windy roads and everything. Sure, yeah, terrible. It's just thing. a different game. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is. But I mean, there is historical precedent for me to say that I want this. Yes. So so we agree that it would be better as a racing game. Yes, <laughs> it would be something. There would be a game in it, at least. No, oh. just like to go to my city is Godzilla and destroy it. There we oh, go. Why Bowser. is everyone so angry? I want to go through and love my city with rubber. Even with the Wait, whole area, bracing. though. Bracing. Bracing. <laughs> Even with the whole area unlocked, though, it'd get pretty boring after a little while. It's just not enough room to really race. A hundred square miles. Sim city was great. How about you, Will? Let's start to wrap us up. Personally... I thought this was interesting. I got about as much out of this as I typically do City Builders, so it's hard to say too much bad about it in that I'll play it for a couple of hours, try to see what I can lock, and then I run into a point where I just get bored with it. And that happened to this one just like I have so many other City, city Builders. It's not really surprising. It's not anything specifically tied to this game, just kind of the way I play in general. This game did some interesting things. I already talked about my biggest gripe being the interface and the lack of goals. So at the end of the day, that kind of feels like a seven to me. Wait a second, was that for both games? Yeah, or are we very only valid talking question. about Just one now? Skylines. What would you give the experience you had most optimistically when it wasn't buggy for SimCity? Probably almost identical a seven because oh. there is a game there. It just felt constrained by a bunch of other things. Cool. How about you, Derek? What do you think? I really like City Skylines. I think it is a very cozy game. I like the freedom that it gives you. Obviously, I have not figured out everything. I have my gripes with it. I absolutely hate the education system in it. That It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like how you need to have highly educated people. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that at all, did we? No, we really didn't, but it's okay. You know, I have my problems with it and I'll probably go back and play it some more I might end up trying to create my hometown I might end up going back to a normal actual challenge city and get angry at the three or four abandoned buildings that always seem to be there I, I don't know if I can give it a rating because like I said the only other city building game that I've played is SimCity on the NES and I had no idea what I was doing when I was playing that I failed miserably for that what do you Esteban? I liked city skylines in in the same way that i've that i've been hearing in that it, it was a really good simulator as far as the city itself was concerned but there wasn't really a an end goal or a any progression that you would follow compared to other city builders like like sim city 5 it doesn't meet that specific bar so i honestly i liked sc5 more than city skylines but i don't really Feel that it's fair to to compare the two because they even though they are technically city builders at their core they serve vastly different audiences one of them is just a pure simulator and that you, you build your city and you see how well it works or doesn't the other one is that plus the the fact that you have some end goal that you're working towards whether that be you know having a super awesome economy or having the Acropolis or uh, or any of the other uh, end game scenarios there i don't think i'm going to give it a score but i i definitely liked uh, se5 more than i than i did city skylines 
Hmm, interesting. How about you, Kelton? Alright, so I'd say um, I didn't play enough of Sea Skylines to be able to really give it a rating, but I really love the idea of it and wish more of it had more of its ideas and abilities had been in SimCity. I'd say for SimCity, when it first launched, I'd give it a three, but since then I'd bring it much higher up to a six or seven. I'm actually, after listening to this discussion, I'm looking forward to trying to play Cities of Tomorrow and seeing how that plays out. So we're all going to have a massive region in Cities of Tomorrow then, right? Oh, let's yes, do it. that sounds awesome. Are we down? I don't, I don't want all of your trash polluting my utopia. Really. <laughs> no, yeah, that sounds great. Let's, Let's do, do it. Region. It'll be awesome. That's cool. Craig, how about you go? Sure. So with my limited experience within the city building genre, I suppose, I felt the city skylines gave you an accessible entry drug into the genre where... I felt like coming into it, there wasn't necessarily the baggage, even though The SimCity released in 2013 was supposed to be a reboot. After everything that happened around it, where I was interested in possibly dipping my toes into it, all the extraneous circumstances, I was like, I'm just not, I'll, I'll move on, there's plenty of other stuff to play. But City Skylines kind of provided that ability to just kind of see what the genre is about, and enter it at, I mean, it's a low cost point, it's with 30 bucks currently and lower off you can't get it on sale that i actually really enjoyed kind of just messing around with it um, i could see that for more experienced players you might be looking for more of a challenge or more kind of direction on what to do with it but just kind of messing about within the sandbox and trying to place the city to the best of your ability and then realizing you have to demolish half of it was, was a good time i would recommend it if someone isn't very familiar with the genre as kind of a, a good starting point cool though. Hey, what's the f currency called? I Great no question. Idea. Isn't it Simoleons? No, no Simoleons is from SimCity. That's wait, Maxis wait, for sure. That's, what I, that's what I was thinking. Very specifically. Technically. It's just bank balance. That's oh, all just a unit? That's, okay. That's it's unspecified economic unit, or yeah. ECU. In fact, that's not what that is. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's unspecified. UEU? Yeah. It's UEU. 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 Okay. They're actually supposed to be saying something, you know. Oh, if you Google cities currency. I think that given my extensive, extensive history of city builders, I really like city skylines. And I feel like I've been kind of conditioned by ever since SimCity 2000 was the first video was really the first video game I ever played and got into we played it on that old stupid green plastic iMac in the I think it was my second grade class I don't remember what exactly so yours wasn't Bonzi Blue it was not that surprisingly hmm. I think that given that sort of pedigree and that history there's something very appealing about City Skylines but I think more than just that it's it's the way that I play these games I play these games too build something and then experience that something when it gets near completion and there's something very satisfying about kind of flying through the streets the first person mod for this game is hilarious and it's really cool and rewarding for me to see kind of this thing that i've made and i feel the same way when i go through the built environment in real life cities it's cool to see kind of what happens over time and how structures get added on there's something very satisfying about that i think that 2013's SimCity is a really interesting example and a much better game than any of the city simulators that came before it because it does have more to do 
it manages to integrate all the things that basically all the city simulators had done before that and kind of put them into one package with additional layers of goals and accomplishments and, and basically video games on top of it. And I think it did that extremely well, launch problems notwithstanding. And I think all that being said, this is more my type of game, but there's something really interesting about the 2013 SimCity. And then on top of that, the arcology idea that they add on with Worlds of Tomorrow is just interesting, or Cities of Tomorrow. City of Tomorrow? Whatever it's called, is interesting to me on a, a design level. So with all that being said, I think both these games are really interesting, and I definitely think I would give Streets of SimCity a 9. I think that's it. This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep, keep on playing. playing.